0: Hey, thanks for joining us. My name is Eric Reynolds and you are listening to Daily Devotions with Pastor Eric. We're in the middle of a series aimed at giving you the tools to prepare your own daily devotions. If you have any questions, please email me at ebreynolds87 at gmail.com. Today we're going to talk about family devotions. This is probably the best ministry that anyone can ever participate in uh, when it comes to their daily lives. It's it's certainly where I find the most joy in my own life, which is leading my own family in, in the reading and prayer of words God. So depending on the ages and busyness of your family. They can, these devotions can be simple or in short, or they can be deeper and a bit longer, and, and variations there in between. If you're start, starting off from scratch with, uh, with no uh, experience doing any sort of family devotions, try starting off with five to ten minutes. It doesn't have to be super long. So try five to ten minutes, maybe three or four nights a week. And if you spend, you know, just ten minutes a night for four nights, that has the potential to impact your family greater than any youth or children's pastor that you might encounter because that time spent with mom and dad or surrounded by the word of God, the 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 sharing of it or or spiritual truths and whatnot are impactful for a child. Studies show this, the Bible shows us that it's important, um, not only important, but commanded by God to parents uh, to raise their children up in the faith. Uh, This helps your family understand the importance of God in your lives. It introduces truth that your church uh, just might not have the ability to teach in a praise and worship service. uh, God's word encompasses 66 books And if you are in a church for 50 years, you're probably going to only hear the preaching of the word, maybe at best, 40 to 50% of the Bible. That's best case scenario. Uh, Or maybe worst case, depending on on how you look at it. So use that time to understand God's word more and maybe even reinforce things that your pastors and elders are are teaching anyway Uh, for the they might be teaching or preaching or writing or modeling in their personal discipleship of your family or other families as richard Baxter uh, the the 16th century theologian and pastor said you know it's it's important for pastors and elders not important it's actually god mandated that pastors and elders disciple people within the church and teach them how to do family devotions and things like that so, uh, if, if you've not yet had an opportunity to to receive that from your pastors and elders, I r- encourage you to to seek that. I'm sure they'd be very happy. I know I know I personally would be. Um, your devotions can also be deep and short. Just because they're short doesn't mean they're shallow. Looking at older catechisms, confessions of faith, or media can instill deep truths that you can wrestle with as a family. One of my favorite things, and even my kids' favorite thing, is to include uh a, a short video um the the one that i recommend the most is is theo presents which is you know this old guy uh, cartoon character he has some other cartoon characters along with him and they tell a story and they help try to relate deep theological truths one of them is is like the church and he helps illustrate the importance of the church what the church is and how it's the body of christ and how it's more than just a social club and all that so they speak into ways that my kids have understood things better, and even my wife and I have learned from these, these little short videos. They're about 10 minutes long. They're tremendous. So those are great ways to, to understand in a short, mere, short period of time some deep theological truths. This doesn't need to take an hour. It could just take several minutes as you read together and seek to ask questions of one another to learn what a catechism or confession is saying. There are resources out there that will help explain. Sometimes the catechisms include things where they further explain whatever question answer uh, they provide. You should prepare. Uh, Dads, I'm speaking to you right now. You should absolutely prepare, and moms who might be doing this as well. But it doesn't take you all day or an hour to prepare for five minutes of of daily devotions. There are resources that can help you prepare uh, in just a few minutes. There are study Bibles out there. There Every home should have a study Bible. Uh, Bible guides. I have one on my desk called the Family Worship Bible Guide, which we'll get into in the next podcast. It's probably one of the best resources out there for family devotions. Uh, Articles are out there that will help explain certain passages of scripture or might help lead you into what you might want to share in your family. Uh, And catechisms and confessions, again, are great ways to help prepare whatever you might be sharing that night. It's the father's biblical responsibility to ensure his family is being fed the word of God, period. Whether or not the father is present in the home, that doesn't negate the responsibility on him from God to raise his family up in the faith. That's according to Deuteronomy 6, Ephesians 5 and 6. Both indicate that our spiritual nurturing of a child is the responsibility of the father. This doesn't mean that the dad has to do all the teaching. My wife and I trade off sometimes. Simply, uh, the father needs to ensure that within the context of his home, it is happening. The great thing that I've found when my wife leads devotions is that I can pay more attention to my kids instead of reading something or whatnot or, or trying to think through something and it, and it provides an opportunity for my wife to articulate uh, things of the faith in a way that she might not otherwise need to do it but she does it in in the home and, and it's good for her as well in a practical nature it's, it's important for the father to model prayer bible reading and teaching to his family children look towards their father for guidance if he doesn't believe this is important then Most likely, they won't as well. Uh, Something that was said to me a few years ago from a a young man, he was on stage one time, uh, I think he was preaching, and he was sharing that he didn't realize how important the Bible was until every single day when he would come downstairs uh, in the morning, he would see his dad reading the Bible. He knew how important the Bible was because he saw his dad modeling prayer and Bible reading for him. Uh, Single moms or spiritually single moms, maybe you're married but your husband is not a believer and you're unequally yoked, you should fill that void left by their children's father in order to provide for them spiritual food but also as a testimony to your unbelieving husband. So showing him how important it is to be surrounded by words, the word of God and to impart these spiritual truths to your children is a testimony to him. Paul tells women, and in, in, um, the passage escapes me, uh, tells women who are unequally yoked, listen, if, you're, if your husband is a non-believer, let your own faith be a testimony to him. And even in his fallenness, he'll be able to see God's work in your life. Um, when you fail, and you're going to fail, uh, I've fail, failed many times. In, in, in fact, my wife and I talk about it all the time. There's, there's times where we're hot, sometimes we're cold when it comes to uh, doing our family devotions on a regular basis just get back on the horse don't don't beat yourself up life is life is going to get busy and you're going to miss a week maybe two or more don't beat yourself up about it look to god as your sustainer and the one who you seek to glorify he isn't beating you up over it he simply wants you to seek him and take joy in him this should be a joyous time it's not something that we're just checking off your to-do list if you are simply just doing filling devotions because I'm telling you to do it or your pastor's telling you to do it or somebody else is telling you to do it and you don't take any joy in it you're not going to get anything out of this the, the, and it's not going to be glorifying to God it's not simply what you can get out of it but how much does it d- does God's glory shine through when his people on our daily basis are surrounding themselves and saturating themselves with his word. Don't wallow in your pity, but pick up where you left off. Okay, you you messed up. You life gets busy as as a pastor, there's times where, you know, I look at my calendar, I'm not doing, you know, I might have not have anything to do in the evenings this week except maybe one or two nights to take a kid out to a soccer game. But all of a sudden something happens and now tonight I got to go do something. Then tomorrow night I got to go do something. I miss a lot of these family devotions. It's important for my wife and I to communicate. Okay, I'm not going to be home tonight. So can you lead the family devotions? Or, you know, maybe we just don't think about having that conversation. So family devotions just fall by the wayside get back up off the ho- off the ground get on the horse of of getting back into God's word every single day. And you can apply this to your daily devotional life anyway. Your family devotions are a good place to start, but if you're spiritually dry, your kids are going to see that. So you need to be saturating yourself with God's word even outside of your family devotions. So when we look at the when we look at the life of the believer in the New Testament, we don't see people who just check off the block of, well, went to church today or well, read the Bible for five minutes or anything like that. They were saturating themselves with God. Well, one we see in the gospels, they were with God and they, and they couldn't get away from him because he drew them in so much. And, and his teaching was so grand and, and everything he was teaching and saying was beautiful. And they sought to glorify their savior. Even before he had he had died on the cross. So, are we are we are we Bible people who really saturate ourselves with knowing who God is, who our Savior is, and how He's created this world and created us? So, um, if you have any questions, please feel free to email me again at ebreynolds87 at gmail.com. And the next podcast is going to include resources for family devotions. I uh, hope uh, this is beneficial to you and uh, look forward to you joining, uh, joining us next time. God bless.